Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. It's a rainy, rainy Thursday in New York City. I sort of like it. It makes me feel like I'm back in London, like I'm Mary Poppins. Joining us today is our favourite nanny, our favourite nanny in the whole wide world, Mark Lupo. Mark, are you there? Hey, Rob. <laughs> you always make the medicine go down in the most delightful way. You're a spoonful of sugar. Hello, Mark. Or should I... Should I put on my sunglasses now? I'm around such a superstar. Congratulations, Mark. I saw a big profile of you in instinctmagazine.com. Tell me about it. How did that happen? Yes, thank you. Um, a shout out to my friend Ryan Shea. He's an editor Hello, at Ryan. Instinct. Hi, Ryan. Oh. He's, an, he's an editor at Instinct Magazine. And he did this. He reached out and, and asked to do this profile on me. And <laughs> I was already a fan of the magazine. So to be a part of it was huge. And he did a beautiful, beautiful job on it. So if you had a chance, check it out on instinctmagazine.com. Uh, I loved it. And thank you for the shout out. The Naughty But Nice show is in there and all your other accomplishments. So thank you so much for, for mentioning us. There was things about you that I didn't know or discovering for the first time. How's your mom, Doris? Had she seen the profile? 
So you're the first one to get it. You're, it was an exclusive to the show, but uh, my family will be reading it later today. Very, very nice. Thank you for that. Do you know what time it is? It is tea, tea time. time. Tea time. So we start the show with all the gossip of the day. Maybe you're even having a cup of tea, even better. So sit back for 15, 20 minutes. We've got all the naughty but nice scoop. No mean girls here. We're cheeky. <laughs> we are a pinch, but we're not a punch. This is an exclusive to start off the show. Kanye West is threatening to leave the USA post-election. So as we've talked about on this show, Kanye only received about 60,000 votes in total over the entire country. Now, he didn't expect to win, I should point that out, but he expected a few more votes than 60,000. I mean, he can sell more records than that. Where were his fans? Sources tell me he's not a rational person, duh. And he clearly thought that he had a chance of getting many millions of votes. He wasn't sure he was going to win, but he thought he'd get more votes than this. The problem is, when you were run for an election, you can see the actual number. So you can't pretend you lost by a few. This is a number. He only got 60,000 votes. Now he's humiliated absolutely humiliated. Also, too, he was a big fan of President Trump, and he's pretty upset that Donald Trump did not win either. Now he's threatening to leave the USA. Do you think this is real, Mark? Do you think it's a threat? Do you think he means it? You never know with Kanye. What do you think? Yeah, the more I hear about Kanye, the more I get concerned that something is really wrong. Um, You know, Rob, I think that rather than leaving the US, I think he should take a minute, take a hiatus, go to Wyoming, get some help and and really breathe because this is not going to end well for him. You're so right here. We tread very carefully about Kanye on this show. He has admitted to having having mental health issues, so we don't want to make fun of somebody who is struggling. Other insiders, friends of Kim, Kim's tell me that she's really worried about him. This this is not good. He's not a good loser. He um, doesn't doesn't operate well when he thinks he's being humiliated. Who does? So at the moment, the family are pretty much trying to distract him. They're keeping the TV off. This is what their big fear is next. In January, there is going to be a massive inauguration in D.C. And if you're a Biden fan or not, you know every celebrity in the world is going to turn up. Taylor Swift was a a huge fan of Joe Biden's. Beyonce was. John Legend. All the people that Kanye thinks are competitors or maybe colleagues, but these are people that he respects. Goodness knows Taylor Swift gets up Kanye's nose. We know that. (laughs) There's no doubt about that. Taylor Swift went out on a limb and got really political this year. She hasn't done it so much in the past, but she did this year. Often the rewards when you support somebody during a campaign is when they win, if they win, you get invited to DC to sing at the inauguration. It could be Taylor Swift this year. It really could be. So they're worried about what's going to happen in January, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Kanye West is threatening to leave the USA post-election. Would you miss him? Would you miss Kanye West? Now, I know it's going to be easy for us all to say no, but there is something about Kanye that I do enjoy. I love um, a little drama. We've just killed, what, five minutes of, of the show talking about yeah. him. So we need the gossip on this show. So think carefully. Would you miss him? I know I've not convinced you. I know what the answer's going to be. But still, try to go and vote. You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rom. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. Leave a comment there. And be sure to check back tomorrow. You know your results already. But do check back tomorrow. We might surprise you. What are you working on, Lupo? 
Rob, this is another complicated story. Britney Spears. So Ooh. her her attorney is saying she's afraid of her father. Ooh. Let me explain. What, yeah, let me explain what's going on here. So a judge in Los Angeles declined to suspend Jamie Spears from his role in his daughter's conservatorship after attorneys for Britney and her mom Lynn tried to make a case. Mm. Now. Brittany's attorney has told the judge, quote, my client has informed me that she is afraid of her father, went on to say that she does not have a viable working relationship with him, and they have not spoken in a long while. Mm. Now, Rob, Brittany's father has been a part of her conservatorship for about 12 years. When he got involved, she was in a really dark place. She was in a lot of debt. And now 12 years later, her empire is worth more than $60 million. Uh, so he's really he's credited as, as the person who's really turned her life around and really helped her. But Brittany wants out. She really wants out. And, uh, it, it, you know, this is unfolding in real time. Now, of course, because of COVID, uh, none of these people could be in court in person. This was all done over Zoom. I have to point out, Brittany was not actually there on Zoom. She hasn't really made uh, any comments about it directly, although she does reference it sometimes on social media. Rob, where do you stand on this story? This story breaks my heart. I was with Britney, so the company I used to work for when I was a publicist represented Britney Spears. So although she was not my client personally, Susan, who had the office next door to me, represented Britney. So I often helped out a little bit on red carpets. Britney Spears is a troubled young person. I'm trying to be careful here and kind. Britney Spears needs a lot of help. You do not have a court-ordered conservatorship for 12 years unless something is going on. When I became the executive editor of OK Magazine, we paid Britney, I think it was a million dollars, to do her first interview after she shaved her head. She agreed to do it. We had a reporter go out to LA. The interview never ran because it was just so disastrous. She turned up at the shoot. We couldn't photograph her. We did, but the pictures, we just couldn't run. She was clearly, clearly in a place that was not good. So I do believe her dad, I'll go as far as to say, saved her life. I do Mm -hmm. believe that. And she was broke at the time. He has turned that around and now she's financially secure for the rest of her life. However, that was a long time ago. Time has passed. She seems to be thankfully in a good place. She's always going to need some help. So I do believe she should now have some say in her future. And there has to be a solution here. There has to be somebody that the court approves and Britney approves who can help her out. Maybe her sister, maybe Jamie Lynn Spears should become the conservator. It breaks my heart because I do not want to take anyone's rights away from anybody. But some people do need some help. Britney's one of those people. And so I wish here, I just wish there was somebody that they could all agree would be the right fit. I think it's got so toxic, no pun intended, with her dad now. I really believe this, that I think he should step down. He's in his late 60s. His health is not so good. So they've got to find somebody in the future. I'm thinking Jamie Lynn should do it. My insiders um, tell me too that Jamie Lynn would do it. She knows, even though she's the younger sister, she's very responsible. And I think she's come to peace, come to terms with the fact that Brittany will always need her help. What do you think about Jamie Lynn taking over, Mark? Rob, it's such a great idea. Whenever I hear Jamie in interviews, when people ask her about her older sister, she's always coming to her defense. She yes. always speaks highly of her. And I can tell that she's really a grounded and solid person, and she she cares a lot. So I yes. agree. I think she's young, and she's, she's, her head's on straight, and I think she would be a great pick. I do. And she's family, too. I think... Um, 
your brother Jonathan would make a very good conservator for you, Mark, who goodness I, knows needs a little help. I sure okay. do. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving along. Joanna Games, who I have come to really like. You might not know these couple. They were on HGTV and now they've launched their own network or they're about to. They're very, very popular. She's got lots of books out. They're like home decorators, but they also do cookbooks, I think. She has a new book out, sort of a self-help book. And she's looking back at her youth. And what would she tell her younger self? She would tell her younger self that she is extraordinary. So the older she gets, the more she realizes that she spent too much time believing the lie that she wasn't good enough. We talk about this a lot on our show because Mark and I are lucky enough to work and be around a lot of celebrities. I think that's the biggest difference between me, you and a celebrity. They do believe they are good enough and often they're not. But don't tell them. Often they've got no more talent than you and Mark or me. But they believe they are good enough. So that's what she would tell herself. Mark, if you could look back at that handsome Cuban-American boy on Long Island growing up with Doris, your mother, what would you tell him? You are Cuban-American, aren't you, Mark? I'm actually I'm Greek and Italian. Sorry, I should have read your profile in Instinct magazine more closely. Greek and Italian boy on Long Island. What would you tell that little Lupo? I would tell little Lupo that you are not as fat as you imagine in in pictures and other things. You know, it's like you struggle with with your image and your your body image over the years and the ups and downs of of stress eating and other things. Were you uh, a heavier child? You know, I, I wasn't like heavy, heavy, but I definitely was self-conscious about my my weight and my body. So looking back, I'm like, wow, I actually look. I was a ten. Like, what, what was I? <laughs> I know. What was I scared about? I, I looked know. good. <laughs> we had a recent example about this. My friend Fiano left to go to Greece. She lives there now. She's a Greek um, American, but she's back in Greece. And about ten years ago, I was at her flat, and she was bending over to pick something up, and I cheekily took a photograph of her bottom. And she lives on Murray Street, or she used to. She's left, so I can tell you now. And we called the photograph moon over Murray and it was this beautiful bottom that at the time Fianna was horrified because she thought it was a big bum. Fast forward 10 years and a baby and now Fianna would kill to have that bottom back and it's just amazing. Don't beat yourself up now because you actually are extraordinary. What's happening with Orlando Bloom? I love him. Oh, I love him too. And I think you're going to love the story because I know you're a dog person. Woof, 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 woof. woof. Okay, so Orlando Bloom is opening up about being a foster dad to a new a new, a new pooch. Okay, so as we know, Orlando announced that his dog, Mighty, had passed away after going missing in July. So sad. But he's turning the page now in his life, and he's now fostering a new pooch. His name is Buddy. Such a cutie. He told Instagram fans, Rob, that... Nothing can replace his mighty man, but fostering this little guy has really filled my heart. Mm. He went on to encourage people on Instagram to, if you ha- if they're considering fostering a dog, to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said that it leaves two beings better off and uh, never judge a book by its cover. Now, Rob, if you go on Instagram... Uh, Orlando shared a picture of his new of his new pooch, and it's so cute. It's like strangly hair, but they're all cuddled up, nice and close. And it, oh, it just it warmed my heart. Rob, t- you have an amazing relationship with your dog Darby. Oh. Tell me, tell us about it. Oh, Darby, he's so naughty. He's a wire fox terrier, but we call him a wire fox terrorist because he's so <laughs> naughty. Every day he terrorizes me. I love him. I love him. I love him. This is so beautiful. I think after. An animal dies, a beloved pet dies. I think tiptoeing back 
into into the water, so to speak, or the dog bowl, is probably a good idea. So at the moment, Buddy is a, a foster dog. Buddy's never leaving that house. I know yeah, it. No, I think no, he had yeah. him just like short term, just to mm-hmm. fill his heart, see if it mm-hmm. worked out. Once that doggy appears in your living room or in your arms, it's impossible to put them down. I did not grow up being a dog person. In fact, I thought I was allergic to dogs. I think my mother told me that so that she didn't have to get me one. And it turns out that I might be a little bit sneezy, but it is worth it, honestly, Mark, to have unconditional love. It's so amazing. You had a dog, you and Jonathan, your brother, when you were growing up, yes? Yeah, we did. We had a a poodle who was also a terrorist who lasted 16, <laughs> 17 years. Uh, but it was perfect. You ha- that, that love, like you're saying, it, it brings so much to the family, to the home. It does. It's just yeah. joy. And then talking about families, Prince William can't be there for Harry anymore. So it's really shocking. These two boys are not making friends anytime soon. We've done a lot about the drama on this show, and most of it, all of it, has been ac- absolutely accurate. But now sources are saying it's almost irreparable. These two will not be friends again. And William actually told friends that he's, quote, put his arm around the shoulder of his little brother his entire life. I can't do it anymore. Oh, Oh, it's heartbreaking. There's people in our lives, maybe not brothers or sisters or even family members, it could be friends, that we often look out for. I hope we do. I have a lot of friends that I feel like I put my arm around them all the time. Some of them are a little bit needy. I know, whenever they call me, it's always needy, needy, needy. But I, I, I've sort of grown to love it. Or, you know, everybody in your life doesn't have to be fabulous. Everybody in your life doesn't have to be a winner. You know, I, I like having a really diverse bunch of friends. And there's some friends, though that I will always, I know I'll always have to put my arm around. Do you have friends like that, Mark? Of course. You know, there's. I, I don't mind mentoring or helping people because people have done that for me too. You know, it's kind of paying it forward. Yeah. And I hope that these, this family can figure it out, especially during this difficult time. You know, I don't it's just... think they're going to, Mark. I <sighs> really think now. I know. And sometimes that's okay too. My mm-hmm. sister Betty and I have a very difficult relationship and we'll never be close. And I've come to terms with how awful she is, and she's come to terms with how awful I am. And we've both become sort of like happy in that conclusion. We're not trying to make each other a better person or a different person. We've just sort of now found peace with that. It's very interesting, isn't it? Hey, we're going to take a quick break while we think about you and Jonathan, your brother, and how you two get along. And we will be right back. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. 
find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, with our friend Mark Lupo, who has a profile in instinctmagazine.com. I was a little jealous. No, no, Uh you're the star, Rob. We know that. Uh, Thank you very much. I was scrolling through the profile, which went on for pages and pages on my Uh iPhone, expecting to see a shot of you and me together, Mark. Alas, there wasn't. Uh, the next one, I promise. There'll be another? Don't say that. That will kill me. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to our polls. Da, da, da. Very official. Thank you, Mark. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we reported as an exclusive that Matt Lauer and Al Roker are trying to rebuild their friendship post his, post his cancer diagnosis. And um, our question was, should Al forgive Matt? Should Al give Matt Lauer another chance wow 54 percent said yes mark if you had a friend that did something awful terrible what matt lauer did was outrageous and terrible he denies it however could you forgive somebody that did something terrible well rob i have sources that know matt lauer and and i can tell you this confidently that many celebrities support him on on the low you know he's still friends with a lot of these people people still support him I, I, you know it's a difficult situation i think it's case by case but they had a long 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 history together and i think al might his perspective in life might change mm. now because he's really suffering something very serious so mm. you know i wouldn't mind if they had a a, a catch-up conversation and, and kind of move forward in a new way 
Hmm, let's, um, I don't know on this one. I think I'm as split as the poll. It's almost 50-50 inside my own head. Don't forget to vote on today's poll about Kanye West threatening to leave the country. You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rum or our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. Leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Oh, Rob, (laughs) so silly. Our nicest of the day. It's two of our very favorite people in the world. It's Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love love, love them. So the duo who have been working together since, of course, 2017 when Michael Strahan exited have really changed the landscape on, on, on television for all of us. Uh, Ryan went on to gush about working with Kelly Ripa, saying, Working with your friends is a great privilege. It's a joy. And apparently Kelly feels the same way. She went on to compliment Ryan's joyfulness and authenticity, (laughs) saying, quote, it's a weird codependency. Now, Rob, they kind of remind me of you and me and you. I have the same kind of codependency (laughs) on you. Are you Kelly or are you Ryan I think I'm right. I think you're Kelly. I do too. Yeah, I'm the star. <laughs> and I wear the prettiest dress. No. Um, I think these two are just adorable. I know people that work at that show. They love them. They love them. They love them. It's not just the two of them. The whole crew is a family. I am lucky enough to work with friends. I really am. And that was not the case earlier in my career when I worked with you, pre-P Diddy. Oof, you were not a friend. He was tough. No, I like Diddy, but we were not friends. It's mm-hmm. nice to have friends around you and people you respect. And it makes the day and the job so much easier. You are the nicest of the day. And now it's time for our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, naughty. 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 So there's been layoffs at the Ellen DeGeneres show. So Warner Media, who owned the Ellen show, have fired about 17 staff members. Most of them are on the online team over there. Ellen has addressed it with the team, saying she's heartbroken. This is so tricky. Ellen earns millions and millions and millions of dollars every year. When somebody is really rich and people are getting laid off and she survived what some people think she should have been laid off for herself Mm -hmm. it's very very tricky hey to the staff out there it's a tough environment covid what's going on with the world it's all difficult hang in there i'm wishing you all the best but i must admit this one rubs me the wrong way probably irrationally what do you think about this mark if you're laid off and people are earning millions of dollars at the top isn't it just like a bummer it is. And I can tell you this, Rob, I have several sources who work at Ellen and I've heard that things haven't really gotten better behind the scenes mm. since everything unfolded. And so I think this is just another slap in the face and a really difficult year for people. Mm. Yes, I think you're right. Let's do a moment of Rob, something a little bit more happy. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. What do you get, Mark? You get, you get a, a Rob. Rob. So think about how much you are going to be able to achieve in your life if you choose to be kind. Kind to yourself. Turn down the cruel voices in your head. Paul McC- Courtney talks about this, maybe the most successful songwriter alive today, worth over a billion dollars. He said he gets these voices in his head too, but he's learned how to turn them down. So the next time that ugly lie, and it is a lie, telling you you are not good enough, creeps into your head, Sarah Palin, it's away. Let me explain. Think about the most average person you know who's achieved the most extraordinary success, and it always makes you feel good enough. So the next time you get nervous, or the next time you don't think you are good enough, don't think of really talented people. It doesn't help. Think about the people in your life who have done really well, but they're not that good. There's a lot of them. Look around your office, look around your job. Mark, in our business, there's a lot of people who are average talent, 
who are really successful, Andy yeah. Cohen. But there's a, you know, there's a lot of really average... Think of them. I never compare myself with somebody like Jimmy Fallon. He's way too talented. He's better than me. Stephen Colbert is way better than me. Hoda and Savannah, they're much more talented than me. I think of somebody who's like, eh, not good enough. Does right. this help? Right. It does help. It's so. Ch- I mean, Andy Cohen's a perfect example. Yes. A producer who put himself on TV, and here he is. Like, me yes. and you could do the same thing. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So think of that in your own life. Look around your office right now. Who's that average person? Maybe somebody who is below average, who's oh. really successful. <laughs> think of that person every time you're nervous, and poof, it goes away. Hey, poof, we've got to go away too. We ran out of time, Mark. We love having you every Thursday. And once again, congratulations. I'm being really serious. It's a beautiful read. Instinctmagazine.com. Mark Lupo profile. It's just terrific. Congratulations, my friend. Hey, thank you all for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review and all together now, remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 